Hey Story Show listeners, Jeremy here along with Angie and Shane. Yeah, we got um, Shane Kepke joining us today. Uh, Shane is um, producing our next show with us um, July 25th at the Marion Ross Performing Arts Center. Um, our theme is what? Light my fire. Light your fire. <laughs> light my I have one line. <laughs> I believe it's Light My Fire, right? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, so stories about finding your passion, pyromania, any other number of things, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so we're excited about that. We have just received all of our submissions, and we're going through the selection process right now. In fact, as the three of us were sitting around the table earlier, we were just looking at, looking at our stories, and we are excited. I think I speak for... All three of us. You do. All right. Um, So today's show, we're going to, today's podcast, we're going to uh, introduce our next story, which uh, is from Terry Jerzvik, and it's called Sanctuary, a Place of Peace and Refuge. So um, this one's kind of about, it's about giving sanctuary, right? And uh, Terry was running for office and was asked a a question in a, a debate about sanctuary cities, and it kind of threw him for a loop. And we were talking before we started recording about where we take sanctuary. So I wasn't sure I had healthy ones to share, but Shane, do you, <laughs> what comes to mind for you? I think it's interesting that you asked the pastor in the room about sanctuaries uh, first. It's going to set the tone, Shane. Uh, I, uh, hiking oddly became a sanctuary in the summer of, like when our kids were really little and then I ended up taking a sabbatical for my work and hiking the Superior Hiking Trail from Duluth to the Canadian border and I had done it in segments and I wore a GPS in my backpack so that my wife knew where I was all the time and then my friends and family could find me and I had friends and family join me along the way oh that's cool and to get these moments of serenity and safety with just another person that you have this deep connection with was a really valuable gift and to have that walk and let them lead the way and just listen and follow was really fun. How long was that walk? I did it for two weeks. There was a segment I skipped because the bears were really thick at the time and I didn't want to be alone in bear country. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not a good, you you don't want to risk that. Yeah, so the North Shore, the holds a very safe, like wonderful sanctuary space for me. That's awesome. Cool. How what about you, Angie? Dang it. I was like, what about you, Jeremy? <laughs> I'm trying to be the facilitator. Maybe we'll just skip you. Um, man, I, don't, I take sanctuary and like small stuff all the time. Um, I mean, coffee every morning. I get up every morning like an hour before I need to get ready so I can just have two cups of coffee and like read or write or just some reflective me time. So like that hour before anyone wakes up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's good time. Uh, I, for me, music is is one way, both listening and playing, and um, I think a lot of us can relate to the listening part where you just like, step aside and just really listen, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I remember when I was growing up, um, this is before electronic downloads and stuff, and streaming music, you know, I'd get a new, a new tape or a CD and just sit and <clears throat> the first, first time listening all the way through and just really really listen and look at the lyrics and you know unfolding them from the yeah squinting at them and uh um <clears throat> my wife and i also take sanctuary uh find sanctuary in walks you know we've got two kids who were lucky 
they really enjoy spending time with us, but sometimes we just need adult time, and so right here in Albert Lee, we just go walk on the, you know, do the lake walk, and I so that's read a too. book um, in a group one time. It was called like the Geography of Bliss, and mm-hmm. they talked about in I think it was the Sweden Switzerland section. I don't remember um, about just being in nature, like the the positive physical effects of just being near or close to nature. That's all yeah. you got to do. Be outside. Yeah, there's a, a great TED talk by a couple of them actually by Julian Treasure and how sound affects us, and he runs this company that. Uh, does consulting on soundscapes so businesses who want to increase their productivity and stuff like that and and one of the things that he shares is that bird song and songs of nature like really calm and help people relax and focus it's not just a you know like there's something to that and and it's it's different than silence because he says you know when when the birds stop singing something's Wrong. gonna happen right? <laughs> and so it's that all that that chatter that natural chatter that never overwhelms you know so yeah nice. so cool well um should we play the story great terry's someone i've known for a long time have you known terry long angie yeah about yeah. a decade yeah and uh kind of new to shane because she's mm-hmm. relatively new to town but uh, really good friend of mine and a, and a great guy all right without further ado um Sanctuary by Terry Jerzevic. My dear friend Terry holds a journeyman's license in procrastination and is often late when meeting for coffee. He's always late. (laughs) Probably the adage jack of all trades and masters of none is fitting for him. He can be exasperating to his friends and especially his spouse. In spite of all this, and lucky for him, some people still find him lovable. (laughs) An enjoyable afternoon for Terry would be at the public library in a comfy chair reading magazines in the periodical section. This is Sanctuary, a place of refuge or safety by Terry Jerzvik. As a young boy growing up in Albert Lee, my home and sanctuary was near the current Humane Society shelter. That area is where many of the kids in the Academy Park neighborhood played on the shores of Albert Lee Lake. My home was my shelter. I was safe and protected in every way a young human could be. As my social circles broadened, that place is where the seeds were planted to help me learn the value of human relationship most often in the form of short but regular talks with my mother. Last year, I had the privilege of campaigning in our community for the Minnesota House of Representatives. My opponent and I had many opportunities to discuss the issues in front of a live audience. Issues like childcare, healthcare, senior living, workforce housing, rural economic development, and job training. One of our forums over the local radio station allowed listeners to call in with questions. A question came in on turning Minnesota into a sanctuary state. So while my opponent was providing a well-practiced two-minute answer, my mind was racing 
To formulate on the fly a reply to a federal issue I hadn't expected would be discussed at the local government level. So I'm thinking, what is a sanctuary state? I'd heard of a sanctuary city, and I didn't know exactly what that was either. I did know some people had very strong feelings against them. But a sanctuary state, I had no idea. The media was filled with caravan images. Central American refugees walking through Mexico seeking asylum at the U.S. border. I knew this issue had become extremely polarizing and at times had broken down into demonizing racial stereotypes. Our national tone on the subject of immigration had become hateful, fear-filled, and disrespectful. These refugees were seeking shelter. I thought about living near a grandfather who fled Europe seeking shelter in America because of the World War I economic depression. It was 1920, and as an older brother of 11 siblings, he was encouraged to leave the family dairy farm. They were struggling financially, and there was a man in Emmons, Minnesota, willing to finance his trip to America. Dairy farms were booming, and Emmons was full of bilingual farmers who could help a strong 16-year-old boy find shelter and work. He enrolled in a school and was matched with a bilingual student who could help him learn English. This young girl became my grandmother, and I know most of you here tonight share a similar story. I thought about the opportunities in my life journey where exposure to other cultures made life richer. During the 1960s, I attended a diverse Albertly Elementary School with one of the highest populations of migrant farm worker children in Minnesota. <clears throat> this minute. Sorry. At the University of Minnesota, I had many friends from foreign countries. These relationships provided some of my richest lessons. I've been the only English speaker in a Central American school, helping teen mothers prepare wooden desks for a new coat of varnish. And I've spent two weeks in Morocco and heard the Islamic call to prayer five times each day. Suddenly, I drifted out of my thoughts and back into my predicament of answering this unfamiliar question. My opponent had finished her two-minute answer, had turned to me and said, and I can't wait to hear what Terry has to say about this. <laughs> I still didn't know what to say. In my experience, sanctuary had always been associated with a room in my church, I'm uncomfortable talking about things I'm not sure of. I want facts and the ability to provide a rational and reasoned answer. I had been on a steep learning curve on many state house issues, but sanctuary state had not been one of them. My knowledge on a sanctuary state was very limited. I felt much of the national immigration dialogue had taken on a tone of racism and bigotry. I know that sounds harsh, but that is how the national conversation on immigration made me feel. As an emotional behavioral special education teacher, I helped adolescent boys sort out the difference between thoughts and feelings. I told them, you can control what you decide to think about. However, your feelings come from deep down inside. 
You can't deny your emotions, but you can recognize and manage them, which I'm having a problem with tonight. Um, <clears throat> so my reply to this question was, I don't know what a sanctuary anything is. I mean, is this some legal status that a city or state can proclaim? Is there a sign at the city limits that says, welcome to any town USA, a proud sanctuary city? I had no idea what it was or what it meant. However, coincidentally enough, sanctuary and shelter are somewhat synonymous. And isn't that our theme here tonight? Since then, I've thought a lot about the caller's question on a sanctuary state and immigration. I felt ashamed that I didn't stand stronger in defense of the powerless. Why is doing what we feel is right in our heart sometimes something we are afraid to do? At a very personal level, I know how polarizing this issue can be for some people. I want all of us to feel safe in our homes and communities. Those with criminal or violent intentions should not be allowed American citizenship. The more I have learned about immigration, the more complex I have understood it to be. We do need comprehensive immigration reform. Last summer, I knocked on thousands of doors and talked with many people. Mostly people I didn't know. Most interactions were very short and some were more involved. I tried my best to listen to all points of view, even when what I heard was diametrically opposed to my values. When I started in June, conversations centered on healthcare, childcare, seniors, and jobs. But, on, but in October, the subject shifted to immigration, open borders, illegals, undocumented border wall sanctuary cities, and of course, the caravan. I won the lottery when I was born a US citizen, a place where according to the CIA website, per capita annual income is $60,000, while in Honduras, a mere $5,000, and in Yemen, only $1,000. Why are we so afraid when it comes to immigration? Are we afraid there won't be enough resources to share? Are we afraid we will lose our place in the social order? Michelle Alexander in the New York Times stated, on what moral grounds can we deny others privileges and opportunities that we did not earn ourselves? My wife Dara is a teacher in Albert Lee. Sometimes the local paper features a story on a classroom in her building. Each student has their picture and name in the paper. And as we make supper together, Dara will start telling me about the students she knows. As I listen to her stories on these young lives, I scan all of their faces and conduct my own demographic study. In one case, a class of 20 held 16 students of color. Do we fear the changing face of our community and our country that by the year 2020, half of school-aged Minnesotans will be of color? Do we realize that by the year 2020, the number of people above age 65 will equal the number below age 18? We have more jobs than people to fill them. The current U.S. fertility rate is well below the level needed for our country's population to replace itself. My social circles have grown larger and more complicated since my childhood days on the shores of Albert Lee Lake. Thankfully, those seeds of human relationship that were planted back then 
have continued to grow. I developed a value for inclusion. If I'm with a group and notice that one is standing on the margins, my natural tendency is to pull that person into the circle. <clears throat> Maybe, <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry. Maybe this is because as a young boy, I remember one of those short talks with my mom one night. Well, we waited in the Skyline parking lot <clears throat> for my sister who was inside. As we waited, a young Latino boy walked by our car. I asked, what would you think if I had a friend who came from Mexico? She replied, if your friend is honest and loyal, that's all that counts. It's not the color of his skin, but what's in his heart that matters. Thank you. Thank you. The Give Me Shelter Story Show is produced by Angie Zoller Barker, who wards off potential predators with song. Don't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> and me, Jeremy Corey Greenis. Please visit our webpage at thestoryshow.org and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just search for The Story Show in quotes, and you'll find us. Thanks. <laughs>